Welcome to the podcast on a couch where we talk video games from the comfort of our sweat-soaked and crumb-riddled couch. This is your least heteronormative host, Bran, and I am joined by a forklift certified knight, Gene. In addition, we have Kevin, a dungeon master, and Geo, the toaster wizard. How is everybody doing tonight? I'm doing fine. We good? We good? How are you doing? Oh, it's all Gucci here. I'm doing pretty good. It's been dry, (laughs) and, uh... I got some I got some rain on my potatoes. Alright, no, 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 this isn't the shit we talked about. We're here for video games, and we are a bunch of uh, capital G gamers, which whatever the hell that means uh, yeah. these days. And, you know, we kind of put all this together as a an idea of, hey, we really get into some pretty good conversations about games. We're also pretty um interested in things that happen inside the gaming industry related to you know what are the companies doing how are people innovating what are the different consoles and different platforms doing and how are they performing and what are they offering as far as um you know unique experiences to the art of gaming well after some conversation together we were you know just throwing around ideas we we have a big fucking google drive full of ideas on uh, things we want to talk about and uh, we thought a good place to start, it, which is something, especially for me, it's like one of those grassroots games that you know was one of the first things that really got me started. And funny enough, it was The Sims. And everybody here has spent a little bit of time with The Sims, right? Oh, yeah. it it dominated my teenage years. Yeah. I think I think my childhood was grown off of The Sims. Yeah, it was one of the first video games I ever played. Was uh, the Sims busting out for the PlayStation Two? Yo, okay, out. so you started on the console. <laughs> I started on the console, and then I discovered the PC Sims games, and I was like, "Hey, what do I do?" And the <laughs> trick is, you don't do anything; you live. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it, yeah. the game I... itself brought something really unique to the sphere. That was that was like my first. Like, when I first saw it, it was my older brother had gotten it, and then I was watching him play it, and I was, like, had no idea what was going on. And then I played it, and I was like, how do you beat it? <laughs> I, I think that's, that's something that, like, most people who aren't familiar with The Sims and, like, have just spent their years playing, like, you know, your typical arcade games or your typical RPGs where you have a goal in mind, and Sims... I, I have some friends that have also played it for a long time that I grew up with, and they say that it's like an ant farm or like a goldfish bowl simulator, <laughs> because that's what it is. You just watch them do their stuff until they die, and then you get some new ones to keep entertaining you. <laughs> you just I, uh, replace or, or the fishbowl. <laughs> or you kill them intentionally, just like real fish. Yeah, yeah. I, I... I remember growing up, you know, I used to always look through gaming magazines, and I always saw, like, The Sims and whatnot, and growing up, I was a little goody-goody boy, for the most part, at least as far as gaming went, and I saw, you know, The Sims said it had violence and sexual themes, and I was like, this is an evil game, and then as I got older, I was like, what the, what is the point of this game, and then one day I got The Sims 2, and I was like, oh, this is just gonna suck in my soul, and I'm never gonna leave, okay, that's cool. (laughs) Oh, if I weren't a Christian, I would have played this game sooner. (laughs) Gratuitous acts of woohoo. (laughs) 
Oh, okay. Hey, I got a real quick funny little anecdote concerning that. <laughs> yeah. One of uh, yeah. one of my employees at my store was talking about how back in high school, this girl that he was friends with was like, hey, I made you in The Sims. And he was like, what's The Sims? <laughs> and she was like, yeah, and you and I started dating in The Sims and we woo-hoo. Oh, no. And he asks me with this no. panicked voice, he goes, Kevin, what does woo-hoo mean? And I was <laughs> oh, like, oh, no. buddy. <laughs> I still haven't told him. I still haven't told him. You see, told, with a told. mommy sim and a daddy sim, yeah. they go shubalaf wali. Misha naba dubida. He's got to tell him when he's older. When one, sp when one sim spams the flirt command on the other sim 20 successful times. <laughs> it's just like real life. It's just like, it's not oh. like real life. Nobody listening. Take that advice. Oh man, um, I was so, already taking notes. So for me, uh, when I got ex first got exposed to The Sims and my addiction started. Uh, oh wait, no, we're not at AA. Um, so when <laughs> my first thing, it's at safe. First my, off, thank you. It, my, Sims my anonymous. First, yeah, simming anonymous. Um, whenever I first had my experience with The Sims, I was at my babysitter's house when I was like eight, I believe. And, you know, they just oh, had a like little, a, like, Netscape PC or whatever. And there, I was just all of a sudden, I'm like, you know, there are these people on the screen and these houses and stuff. I'm like, whoa, what is that? Oh, it's The Sims. I was like, yeah, watch them. I, I made myself in it and my, my brother and, you know, look at what we're doing and everything. And, you know, you, you get the uh, the obvious things happen. You know, you put them in the pool and you take the ladder away. Or it's just, you know, trying to make them live and then do some crazy and wacky things that you normally wouldn't do. And so I was like, whoa, that's freaking cool. And you know, thankfully, I had an older brother that always kept, like, the latest tech in our house. And so I was able to pick up Sims 1 and start playing that fairly quickly. I think I got it for my birthday shortly after right. I saw it. And then, um, yeah, I was absolutely hooked on Sims 1. And Sims 1 is so freaking charming. And even, like, watching footage of it back, you know, when it was... Uh, or not footage back, but, like, watching people play it and do, like, streams of it. I've watched Jerma play it recently, and I was like, oh, my God. The, the, the yeah. sound design still holds. I, There's just a lot of things. I think the first game still has the best soundtrack of all the games. Oh, absolutely. It has so much soul. Yeah. Uh, um, I came in through the console and handheld world of The Sims because yeah. I had a PC growing up, but I didn't have the best PC. Not that it couldn't run The Sims, I just didn't have a huge interest. The first game I played, of course, was Sims Bustin' Out, but I also yeah. I got the Game Boy equivalent for the Game Boy Advance. So I came in from the handheld games, which were stylistically different, because oh, yeah. um, that's a, the PC... That's a really weird way to get into it, because those are, like, pretty different products from, like, what... Yeah, the, the way the games play are so different from how the PC ports do, and my experience with the um, hand handheld versions and stuff in Geo, actually this is what you and I bonded over whenever we first met each other and I thought your name was Frank. <laughs> Thank you, no. Discord names. <laughs> Frank up. <laughs> Frank up. <laughs> um, Frank, whenever, I think it's Frank. 
whenever we first started talking, we were talking about how the soundtrack for The Sims Herbs for the Game Boy and the 3DS were was really, really good. And that game in general was really, really good. And it had, like, a consistent storyline. And the only really Simish part of it is that you could deck out your living spaces however you want. And then you have moodlets that you got maintained, but otherwise you're just going around doing mini games and like trying to progress the story that's relevant to all that. So yeah, it, it's yeah. it's it's really weird. I'm guessing that uh, the console and handhelds had less to work with than a sandbox game that could fit on a PC. So they decided to go a story based route. Yeah, and some of the stories because I've played. Sit, like all of the Sims 2 versions. I've played a PSP version, a PS2 version, a Game Boy version, and each version is completely different. Yeah, it's, I, it's so weird. The console, like PlayStation 2 version of The Sims 2, broke my brain whenever I first saw it. I was like, <laughs> "Wait, you're you're actually controlling the Sim? That's illegal! Don't <laughs> you don't you're not allowed to do that. You're supposed to just." kite them around and point them at where they're supposed to go. You don't have any control over this. Why are you yeah, playing as the, him? The power <laughs> of suggestion. I think it's a great uh, I think it's a great like evolution coming from the console games because you come from just controlling one sim and their story and then when you finally play the PC games you get to control a whole family or even pets and it's like it's really mind boggling. Wait. Yeah. Like so I missed the, or maybe I missed this, but did did you say what your first exposure to the PC versions of of Sim was? I believe I played The Sims Two for PlayStation Two, which I think only released a year after Bustin' Out. But what was the, the PC 2? version? Is why I meant like. Well, what I was gonna say oh. is that I I played the PlayStation Two version, and I was like, this is really good. I want to play this on my computer because I'm usually on my computer. Yeah. Playing yeah. stuff like Half Life at that point, um, and so I got The Sims Two for the PlayStation, and I was like, okay, well, I'm just gonna do the same thing I did on PlayStation. But it's completely different. It, it sets you in this neighborhood, and it's like, hey, pick a pick a plot or pick a house, make some Sims, and move in that house. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and the, the the PlayStation games did have free play, but they were very limited. But uh, that was like all I had going in. I didn't know. So I didn't know half the stuff I'll, you could I'll do on this. Maybe controversial opinion. But for me, The Sims 2 is always my favorite. And keep in mind, I never played the first Sims, so I can't speak yeah. to that. But I think The Sims 2 is always my favorite for those neighborhoods. Like, yeah, just the ability to create your own neighborhood. Like, yeah, it always sucked compared to the ones Maxis made. But it was yeah. yours, you know? You could create your own story for it. And then eventually they allowed you to create, like, sub-neighborhoods that were the same size, that were a part of your neighborhoods. I had so many families I created. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> That's, no, Sims 2 is pretty good. It's almost like a god game in a way. Yeah. Oh, I think, oh, you think so? That <laughs> Sims 3, like, got overly ambitious, I think, because, like... Yeah. That's, that's where... The entire world was simulated in real time at all times. Which, oh, yeah. which I thought which, was cool at first, but then uh... I thought it was cool until like 
<laughs> typically, typically you get like so many hours in, and then your game starts to fall apart. Yeah, the yeah. the engine literally like starts killing itself after a certain point, and that's kind of a testament to how ambitious they were with the engine for Sims Three. And oh my God, what were they thinking? Um, because that <laughs> seems like something they should have found out back in testing. It's kind of it's, impressive that it runs as good as it does for as long as it does with everything yeah. going on. And I think, yeah. save, for an, save for an expansion uh, for The Sims 2 PC, I think Sims 3 is the only game where you actually get to, like, have a vehicle. Yes. That was yeah, something I, love, that, I love the vehicles. Those are cool. I, I was always, like, it was always strange. It's like, in The Sims, you always have to either get a taxi or get an Uber driver <laughs> to go to your career. Like, I'm an yeah. astronaut, but I can't even own, like, a Ford or something. <laughs> right? Excuse you, it's called yeah. carpooling. <laughs> You oh, get my, my, I mean, unless you're a superhero, you put down case, the road. You, you <laughs> only play as people who can't get their driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> Though, speaking of expansions, I gotta say, um, the Sims 4 expansion, I get to work, I think is what it's called. I can't remember it off the top of my head. I think it's The one where work. it's like, you can be a uh, policeman, a medical person, or um, a scientist. Yeah, that, that was kind of a that that they did that in Sims Three, I think, and it's kind of they, like a remake of that. Yeah, did, but I felt like it was yeah. a lot better in Sims Four. Was did Get to Work introduce making your own business? I think, I think that was uh, actually yeah. a side thing. I think it did both. I think you could get a job, and I think was it? Could, I don't know. I might have to look. Because I up. I remember in the Sims Two might be misinformation. The, yes, there's an expansion in The Sims 2 called Open for Business, where you yep. get to actually build your own business Yo. building, and you can you can make a shop or a <laughs> sort of restaurant, and it's it's so it's so good. Yeah. Let me tell you, I broke uh, that Sims 2 expansion. I had <laughs> one guy who had a house, and during the day, I would mark all of my furniture for sale sell it all, and then at night I would take it off the market and just, like, go to bed and use it. <laughs> the one thing I remember that's just, is... That's just smart business sensor. The one thing I remember from Open for Business is I made a crazy cat lady sim, and I started a home business where I sold, like, pet furniture, and it was, like, a one sim, and I think... I think the limit was four Sims, but it could have been more. But I had three cats with me, and all I did was just work from home selling, like, cat beds and cat toys. <laughs> the uh, the limit in The Sims 2 is six. six. I know this because The Sims 2 is my most played game, and I played that all the time. Uh, it, it does say here uh, the Get to Work includes three new active careers, detective, doctor, and scientist, and also allows Sims to own and manage their own retail businesses. Oh, okay. So oh, it is see, both. Was that for four or three? Sims four. Four, okay. Sims yeah. four. I, I think Sims three, I don't think Sims three had too much of that. Cause I, I remember some people complaining that like, there was some really popular previous expansions that never really got to see light in the future. And Sims three had that for Sims four because me and Gamma really like, or I think all of us really like Sims Medieval. That's my yeah. that's my personal uh, excuse favorite. Me? We did not, um, we did not do, uh, or I didn't. I what the hell am I saying? <laughs> what I'm trying no. to say is, uh, I I did not do Sims Medieval. Uh, actually, oh, really? yeah, I missed Sims that Medieval. one. But but before we get oh, too far off so track, good. there is one last comment I need to make about um, Sims Open for Business. 
And yeah. uh, in The Sims 2 Open for Business, I creamed my little kid jeans over it because <laughs> I found out that they brought yeah, back right. the servo robots. And that was one of the things oh, that I noticed yes. right away. I'm like, I'm like, where's Mr. Servo? Where's Mr. Servo? Because Mr. Servo in the first um, Sims was freaking awesome. And it's like, oh, yeah, you got all this like, money, and you could use it to get yourself a robot. Your robot will do all your things and can kind of be that your was, friend. That yeah. was almost like... That was almost like the end goal for a Sims playthrough, like a Sims yeah. 1 playthrough, was to get Mr. Servo. Yeah, and so the thing with Mr. Servo is, like, his design was really, like, oh, man, I'm going to sound cringe when I say this, but his design was iconic. It was I, it was um, oh, that's unique only that's to Sims, <laughs> and if you saw him and you knew who he was, you're like, that's that guy's from the Sims, and you work towards getting him because, you know, you, you bought yourself a maid, essentially. Because taking care a, of your house and your other moodlets within the Sims is a huge pain in the ass in the first game. Yep. <laughs> and so, it was a status symbol yes, uh, no. for a single-player game where yes. you couldn't really brag to anybody because they would call yeah. you cringe. Y- yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, you beat Call of Duty? Well, I don't have to manage my Sim in a life management game. Oh, <laughs> you, you managed to beat uh, Halo on Legendary? Well, I have Mr. Servo. And then you get beat up. <laughs> well, I, and that's the thing, though, because whenever Sims 2 first came out, I'm like, where's Mr. Servo? There's no Mr. Servo. What the hell? And there was no, like, option for it either. There was, it wasn't like they replaced him with something else. It was just not there. And then when I found out that Sims uh, uh, open for business, like, you do the career path or the skill path for it to build them. I grinded that shit as soon as I got it. I'm like, I need Mr. Servo. And then uh, finally I got it, and I was a little burnt out at that point. And then I didn't really play the game too much after that. But I, it was like, it was like I needed this. I, I've been wanting this to happen in The Sims. And as soon as I got it, it was like my like bookend on The Sims 2, and I didn't really play it that much after that. So apparently, Mr. Servo does return in Sims 4 in the Discovery University expansion, yes. which I have yes. never played. Oh, that's brand new, isn't it? That was one of the newer ones. It's not brand yeah, new, but I, I think it's one I, of the newer ones. I have played that one. It's fun but frustrating, and it is one of the rare times I've cheated in a Sims game, which we can get to that a little later if we want to. Okay, come on. Um, okay. Okay. No, I, I have a reason, though. No, no, no. And it's twofold. No, no, no. Let's talk about that real quick. So... Cheating in The Sims. I feel like it really depends on the person, I guess, at the end of the day. But for me, <laughs> I what actually got me into The Sims and like understanding it better was the fact that we cheated whenever we first played. Because first off, in Sims 1, getting money and like keeping your Sim happy enough to get promotions and stuff is a huge undertaking oh my it's, god it, yeah, it's so much harder than the newer games it really is it really is and so you're like what the hell do i do to you know get my sim up there but whenever you're using the rosebud sheet to actually give yourself money and like live in a decent house and like buy yourself all these different items and everything that are in the um uh catalog and stuff then you start understanding it a little bit better and then you know after sims 1 and eh, a little bit in sims 2 i didn't really cheat because i cheated for so long that i wanted that genuine experience and then you know like in sims 3 and sims 4 they actually eased off on it enough that i didn't feel the need to do it either yeah i i remember probably in the sims 2 i think when i first learned that like cheat codes were a thing in the game. Mother load. Yeah, and um, 
I was just like, oh, I'm just going to give myself like a million bucks and then and buy this big castle. And then I did it and then immediately got bored with the game. Cause it was like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it, it like ruined the, the game for me. I've, I never thought I'd say this, but saving money to buy furniture is actually like a good driving force in the game. Yeah. Well, Jesus, you sound like a bootlicker. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and that's that's one of the things in The Sims 1, too, is that it's actually built around that, is that when you make the money, you you make the money, and then you buy the merchandise, and it's all about the merchandise, it's It's all all about about the the mess, baby. (laughs) And so so you start buying the comfy chairs, and then your Sim is a little bit happier, and then your Sim starts making more money, and then it kind of feeds off of itself so yeah so so, all right i now have three points (laughs) okay going back a bit i will say the first time i actually cheated was actually the sims 2 but it's because i was 13 and i had no patience because i had untreated untreated adhd and for me it was all about the relationships and the careers so i just wanted to give them money so i could give them a cool house and then let them go wild uh but that was the fun for me now sims 4 comes around Sims 4 comes around, I'm, you know, grown up, I've learned how to manage, you know, ADHD and whatnot, and I enjoy the tedium of some games. And so I'm playing through, and I had this one family that I had been playing for, like, a year plus. Well, the two the two twins in that family are finally ready to go to college, and it's, like, kind of a cool moment for me. When I send them off to college, they're doing great, they're getting great grades, well... The one that in my own little headcanon, because you know you always do that. You always have your headcanon of, this is the smart one, and this is the party one, because <laughs> that's what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you like to just pull the ladder, in which case, uh, psycho, but hey, um, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> this is the guy uh, who muscles. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, the quote-unquote brainy one, um, and a little side note, uh, just to give some context, The Sims 4 does have vampires in it. And if you've played a Sims game, not that surprising. Well, the mom, who was a vampire, comes over, knocks on the door while both of the kids are at college, and burns to death on their front lawn while waiting no. for them. No. So the brainy one <laughs> so is sad. downtrodden, and because of that, is just failing every <laughs> class, and there's no. nothing I can do about it. Wow. And they fail. Okay. And I had at this point That's spent really like sad. two months because I don't have that much time to play because of my job. I see where this is going, though. And I was just like, I don't want to do all that shit again. And so I just <laughs> console come in, gave them the diploma, and I was like, congratulations, bitch, you're a history major. <laughs> That's Kevin, such a sad story. But Kevin, I, don't worry, sh- I threw a coin in a well and the mom came back. Oh, good. I, I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad oh you could God. get her back from vacation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she came back from the farm. She came back. Don't worry. So, so Kevin, what you just said is the reason why The Sims like it, it is make your own fun. And anybody who says, and I have encountered these people in the wild. Anybody who says, oh, yeah, I played that game. I pulled the ladder out from the swimming pool. All my Sims died, and I didn't play it again. It was boring. And I'm like, well, yeah. that's because you have one brain cell, and you <laughs> used only that brain cell instead oh, of breathing okay. when you were playing okay. the game. Right. Because, okay. <laughs> I mean, but here's the thing. So, it, but it's a, it's a progression, case, though, because okay. if you play Sims long enough, everybody has done that. If you're a Sims player, you have done that. It, it It's almost yeah, like... Yeah, yeah, you just do it. 
because we're I all secretly evil. <laughs> I stopped getting I stopped getting my serotonin after drowning people mm. in the pool, so I need as, to find more creative ways to kill. As people. a very very brief aside, in The Sims 2, I wanted to create a haunted castle, so I brought in I shit you not, twenty four different Sims and killed them all. <laughs> Perfect. And then put, built a graveyard, and their ghosts haunted the fuck out of that castle. And the poor imagine, family I moved in were just so unhappy all imagine, the time. Imagine some just, like like billionaire buys a castle in real life, and then murders a whole bunch of people there and hopes it becomes haunted. To to this day, there are sixty ghosts haunting that castle, and Joey, the mailroom clerk, is trying to make ends meet. In there. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, you're thinking with ladders. <laughs> now that's thinking with ladders. But there was a purpose ladders. to it, damn it. Yeah, no, no, no. But that's that's part of it, though. It's a sandbox, and you make your own stories, make your own fun with it. And if you can't make your own fun with it, then get out of the sandbox. Um, Sometimes no. those are the best games you can play, where yeah. the story you make it on your own, like. And sandboxes aren't the only games that do that, but The Sims yeah. was definitely... They definitely spearheaded that style of gameplay. Yeah. Where it's like, we yeah. don't have to tell you this amazing story. I mean, to be fair, though, the handheld games have really quirky and interesting stories. Yeah. But yeah. I, I love being if, able to make my own story. If people don't like the games that I like, then they only have one brain cell. Exactly. <laughs> Way to so call me out. <laughs> so um, just like what so just like what gene likes and you'll be fine yeah gene do you do you have any particular stories with the sims or were you really just i like to pull the ladder <laughs> were you the ladder i mean I, I, jokes aside i i'm not judging you so so okay um at the risk of sounding like a snob i am a self-published author i do writing i do oh, stories a lot and you <laughs> oh just smelling those farts just oh yeah that's right i'm an author you know, just <laughs> somebody add some fart sound effects give me some grammar add those sart sound effects my brain's breaking <laughs> the, br the brarp sound effect the brand Sorry, is breaking um so <laughs> That is a real thing, though. I, I, I have self-published a novel, and I have another one on the way. Um, it, and um, stories story. is a big thing that you make on your own in The Sims. In The Sims 2, the community and the uh, website had a really good infrastructure for making your own stories and kind of sharing them. But it was yeah. like... At that time, it was almost like having like a series of comic book slides or albums, and so you did the storytelling through the albums rather than like trying to arrange them into comic strips or something. But if you were really good at Photoshop, you could do it. I've seen it. Um, I didn't do that because I was dumb baby kid. <laughs> so you know, I'm just like, eh, this is what I can do. And I had a um, big uh, storyline featuring the Grim Reaper. Uh, living in this neighborhood, it, it's almost—it's almost like a setup for a sitcom where like death is living as a normal person in this average suburban neighborhood, and nobody is the wiser. It's all normal. We now return to the deceased. <laughs> I feel like they did this. Did he get laid off? 
<laughs> oh, I don't know. I, that wasn't a part of it. It was more like oh. that was his night job or something, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> so, like, hobby. I, I had this mansion <laughs> that I downloaded from the community that he lived in, in which, again, I cheated to give him that because that's the idea of the story Aww. I wanted to tell in the head. So I'm like, okay, he, Grim, Grim lives in this big spooky mansion down the road from everybody. He's kind of mean. He's kind of scary. But people know him and they treat him like one of the um, other suburban folks that are in there. And then, like... Wait, wait, does he look like the Grim Reaper? Yeah, because it's yeah. like you download, like, the <laughs> modded skin or whatever and, that, like, gives somebody the Grim Reaper model. And just everyone's very accepting of that fact. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought uh, my, my like little ten year old, or no, maybe not at that point. I was probably like thirteen at that time. My thirteen year old brain was like, "Oh, this is cool. You know, I want to do this." And then, and then I, I ended up giving him a big titty goth GF. As you do, as you do. Of I course, mean, of course. I gave him a, a big titty goth GF. Also fashioned from stuff that i downloaded from the community site and nice. um god damn it she got eaten by the mad cow plant no. <laughs> wait was there like a really awkward situation where he's the one that had to send her soul to the afterlife <laughs> well no he's retired oh he's, he's retired just, That's yeah he's just trying to like i have this funny image of just death sitting on a recliner looking at the classifieds on the newspaper hmm. so hmm. Eat a bag of you know Cheetos. Brian, you actually hit on something for me. Okay. Have you guys looked too much into, like, the now insane modding scene for Sims 4? I have I, a I know, bit. I know so, someone I mean, who's toyed with it. Uh, uh, I know I know there's a big, like, underground market for, like, sex mods and Sims Yeah, I was gonna 4. say, yeah. there's that stuff, which, let's be honest, it's obvious. You know, that's yeah, the yeah. obvious thing. But there's one I saw, and to kind of backtrack to something we brought up earlier i saw it first from a germa stream uh where there's like an extreme violence mod what? Where, oh, yeah where you can just like pull out a gun and shoot somebody like oh, at I, the think command. I, I think i heard about <laughs> yep it's like... and so germa you know did this a bunch just made a serial killer immediately <laughs> and then you know he sees the grim reaper oh, and he's like i'm gonna shoot him he shoots the Grim Reaper, and the Grim Reaper dies, and you think, like, oh, the mod creators didn't think of this. Then the Grim Reaper comes over and just starts smacking the shit out of him. Yeah. And I'm just... <laughs> I'm just imagining now, Bran, that's your Grim Reaper who's like, listen, I didn't move into this fucking neighborhood to deal with your shit. <laughs> I worked very hard. <laughs> What's that line from Takahata? It's like, I, what was it? I'm a fuck-mothering vampire. I killed a lot of people to earn this title. You will respect it. <laughs> it's the same energy behind yeah. it. Yeah. That's pretty good. Mm. Let's, talk let, let, let's, let's talk Sims Medieval. I have seen Sims Medieval. I, I, I watched a few Let's Plays of it, and I had a friend who owned it, and I got to, like, you know, over the shoulder watch him play it, too. And, I mean, honestly, good idea. I mean, it's it it, it's, it's almost one. a thing that you would see only happen on a console or a Game Boy. But Brand, can can I just buy you that game, like, after this, so you can you, play it? I think you should at least try it. It's, yeah. It's so it, sure, I, I won't be opposed to, to it. <laughs> 
It's so me? good. It is actually my favorite Sims game. And really, it yes. is. It is my as well. The reason I Same. like it is because it it blends like the storytelling of the console games and the the sandbox of the main games. Yeah, like, kind of, it is kind of I, like. I a... will fully admit, the Sims like the Sims Four and whatnot is objectively better. But I have to wonder if that's not just because it got more support. Yeah, I, I would recommend The Sims Medieval to anyone who wants a little bit more than just a sandbox, because it. So the the way the whole game works is there you control one at a time up to ten Sims, and each one has a role in the kingdom. You have the king, you have a knight, a wizard, uh, you have a bard, the and, blacksmith, two and different kinds of priests. Yeah, you have the fool. Kind, yeah, the leper. Right now, <laughs> no, no, those are just random NPCs you can interact with. <laughs> there is a town crier. Yes. Wait, you, but, get the, you don't get to but play basically, as a town crier, do you? You can just no. play it. Dang. You play you as a can, bard, though. Yeah. You, you oh, can yeah, just right. play The Sims Medieval as, like, a regular Sims game, you know, nothing special. You're just the one character running around your house. But the real fun comes with the quest system that comes yeah. with it. Where yeah. it's these little stories that you have to, like, complete, and you can fail. Like, there's yeah. one, it's yeah. actually one of my favorites, where basically either the knight or the spy learns that the king is been oh, killed and replaced. And by the time you finish I... it, if you succeed, either your character you're playing or the king dies. If I, if I remember, there's, like, a big warning, like, warning, this will, this kill will, your actu king. This will actually kill your king. But it was, yeah. like, probably the best one. It was so good. So, uh, I remember watching Call Me Kevin play um, Sims Medieval, and I, I saw him do one of those quests where he was supposed to go and help some princess or whatever that was a frog, and so he went around, yes, like, a kissing a bunch of frogs, like, out in the middle <laughs> of the street, which, I mean, he probably <laughs> has warts all over his face at that point. <laughs> He's I mean, like, who does Hi, my lady. I, I'm glad I found you. And she's like, "Yeah, oh, you got, you got like herpes on you." It's like, no, it's just warts, my lady. Yeah. I might be, I might be wrong, but I think the context was he just kept you. Your character keeps trying to kiss frogs to become a good kisser, so that when they kiss the the princess, they end up turning her back into a princess and you can actually just marry her and be in a relationship with her or so him. yeah they so in like other words you gotta afterwards. learn how to slip the tongue because if you just do one of those grandma kisses gross. it's not gonna work right gross. Gross. so you're like tonguing gross. a bunch of frogs out in the pond but no all the quests this didn't get are like better by <laughs> these all the quests are like genuinely fun and funny like definitely the most serious one is you know you have to kill your king. Like that one's kind of the one where you're like yeah. a little it's, tense, but it's also it's kinda, all it's, really fun. There's also what? quests where wars are started and yeah. your kingdom is actually in a war. Oh, that's right. There's like other kingdoms and stuff. I mm -hmm. forgot about that. There's like a you little can, bit like, of take like over political land and whatnot. There's like a little bit of political stuff going on, and it's yeah. kind of cool. I, I no, enjoy it's, it. It's such a solid game. I enjoy it because you basically do play The Sims during it. You have your home, and unfortunately, uh, it's just a set home for each class. But you, you modify your home, get furniture, you can progress in rank as your role. And you can do all of that, but you do it while also doing missions for the quests. Mm -hmm. So you're basically playing... Right now. 
you're almost playing the regular Sims, but it gives you yep. something to do, so that way you don't have to just fast forward all the time. Yeah, you know okay. What? It's like little miniature objectives too, like you know, pay your taxes, you know, buy oh, yeah. a sword, the, stuff the like daily, that. The daily responsibility system. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah, this I think they piloted that structure of like having those those tasks in The Sims Three with some of the later expansions. Because Probably. I remember something similar happening whenever it was Sims Ambitions, which was one of the better Sims 3 expansion packs where they yeah. uh, allow you to be an inventor. And it, like if you become a good enough in- inventor, you can uh, time travel, I think, aside from just building Sim robots and stuff. I didn't even know about that. Or something like that. Yeah, I know they, they like sneak in like little uh, tooltips. No, 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 no. It was before that even. They even had another prototype to that, and that was uh, Sims World or Sims 3 like World Adventures or something where you could go on vacations, and you have oh, adventures yeah. out in like, you know, France. Lost which, temples. In France or China or whatever, which is really weird because whenever I played the- that, uh, that World Adventures one, I could never play in france because every time i went to france my game just shat itself it was like uh, uh, no 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 world adventures was like one of the greatest dlcs for any yeah that was actually my favorite sims 3 dlc even more than the uh the, the job one yeah, like the tombs and stuff, there was like a lot of secret stuff. I don't yeah. even think I found most of it. And there right. were legitimate puzzles. Yeah. 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 And, was, and, really and, with, and with that structure, I think that's what made them have that like framework to work with to, to dedicate a whole game like you would with Sims Medieval. Because based on what you've, you're telling me, it sounds like it's an advanced form of what they started trickling in with the expansions where you're like yeah. doing yeah, all that. Right. Yeah. And now... And, Oh, go on, there go was on, go like, on. Uh, I remember there was like, you're like, you're walking around in the world doing your quest, but there was also like, some quest required you to like, go into the woods, which was basically, it was basically like in The Sims when you you send your person to, to their job and they just disappear. Yeah. And then sometimes you'll get little like, dialogue prompts. things and prompts. But that's all it was. You go into the woods and then you just get a series of prompts. And it's kind of like a little, like, RPG adventure. It's that, really cool. That is what would happen whenever you used a time machine in Sims 3, and they made a uh, Mass Effect reference. Okay. I think they made a Mass Effect reference, a Dragon Age reference, and some other kind of reference. It was like, in one of them where, where you time travel, it was like, oh, you, you, you traveled through time, and you're in the distant future, and you see a <laughs> bunch of people uh, raising their hands up to some giant uh, metallic being or whatever. Reapers. And you're like, whoa. It's like breaking the fourth wall a little bit. That's kind of cool. And you feel like it's going to have a really bad ending. (laughs) That's a different podcast, different podcast. We got to say that. Something I want to bring. You know, you mentioned Reaper. I don't know why this popped into my mind, but I remember The Sims 2 for PSP. The this is kind of gonna be a spoiler for that game, but you know it's old. Oh Are my God! Back? Spoilers for PSP Sims. Wait, Sims Two. Yeah, um, leave a leave a five minute just no talking for people to click off for the spoiler. T- a timestamp. Yeah. Well, it's not too big of a deal because this it didn't have a huge story, but I remember I, that's like the one game I remember that directly kind of breaks the fourth wall. 
because the antagonist of the story is this mad scientist dude, and he basically becomes aware of the green crystal icon that you use to control Sims. Oh my and god. He becomes, he becomes aware of that as an entity, and his goal is to try and free other Sims and himself from control of, like, the green crystal, and it's it's so, like, self-referential, okay, and that's, that's he, he basically... Cool. And he goes against you, so in, in a sense, he's basically fighting God, and you're God. <laughs> I reject he's, your God. It's so, it's, so it's, angry at God. The, the I guess quirkiness, on that note... Oh, go on, go on. I was just going to say, the quirkiness in all of them is so good, and, and I'll mention this later, but I, I do want to bring up some of the other... Uh, like spin-off stuff, like the Castaway Sims games or My Sims. Oh yeah, so, that was pretty good too. On the note of meta references, The Sims Medieval has this funny thing where it directly references you, the player, in that there are two churches that you can build and two priests you can create, and they both worship the Watcher, who yes. is you. You Which are like, the Watcher. Yeah, that's like that's like in the intro. Of the of the game, they kind of really reference it. Yes. Yeah. They the 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 tagline in the beginning is like the that people used to do things on their own, but people are stupid, and so you come in to try and guide them. Yeah. <laughs> so, I I don't know if it's like is Sims Medieval set in the same universe, and they're saying that's like how the I rest of so. the Sims like that's what I took it as. If you do play Sims Medieval Barn, though, I would... Because you're probably going to end up getting... <laughs> call, them, call, them, call them Barn. Uh, I'm going to eject would... you. Scissor kick I, you I... into Johnson for calling me that. Finish your thought. Finish your thought. Uh, I was just going to say that if you play the expansion, it gets rid of that original intro. And that original intro is just worth watching on its own because it's... It's almost a good introduction into The Sims in general. Shit, Sims Medieval had an expansion? Uh-huh. Yes. Yep, Damn. it's Pirates and Nobles. It ah! was the, I think it was the only one that got one because people loved it so much. It's a spin-off with an expansion. It was a, uh, yeah, a spin-off with a spin-off. Hey, a speaking of spin-offs that should have happened, I, I kind of referenced this uh, while we were talking privately before you showed up, Bran, but... You know, I'll bring it up again just for sake of conversation. Um, Y'all remember that, like, Journey to Batu quote-unquote, expansion The Sims 4 oh. did? And uh, how forced it felt? Uh, it was the an whole advertisement key... for Disney World. Not only that, but, like, when it got announced, it was like that, um, that Fallout meme where it's everybody disliked that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that should have just been, like, 2.0 of The Sims Medieval. Like, genuinely, Star Wars but Sims would have been hilarious. Like, don't take it too seriously, you know, like The Sims, but have yeah, that, like, fun little quest system. It would yeah, have been be fun. great. It would have been printing money with that. I had to fight oh, yeah. Darth... I want to fight Darth Simlish. Instead, they, like, tacked it on to The Sims 4, and all I've read are people complaining that now in The Sims 4 they got to deal with Twi'leks running around. Oh, God. Yes. It's, I don't know, I think it just ties into the fact that they they just don't feel like they have to try anymore to, well, to make money. Well, that is, that is another point that um, I was going to try and steer us towards is how 
for such a strong franchise, the legacy that The Sims overall currently has, it has turned into like the uh, fat high school graduate who stayed in town and like still wears their football class rings and stuff. And like, yeah, I was running back for '84. <laughs> yeah, go ponies. You know that kind of thing. And go you know ponies. he works he works insurance for his dad, and you know there's some marital troubles that they talk about at church. Um, but that's beside the point. <laughs> I, I like the backstory though. I'm yeah, very invested. Specific. <laughs> you, well, the you, one the one the one negative thing people think of at first glance with The Sims is how many expansions it has and how many good paid God. DLC. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I I used to think that this was a oh you know they just they just started seeing dollar signs and they just wanted to milk everyone for what they're worth. But I looked back on this, and The Sims One had seven expansion packs. And yep, it's it's not new. Like it's I, not I, new. It's, from the very beginning, they released a lot of things, and it's not like they're bad expansions. You could make well, an argument for I the had, furniture packs. I but. had every single Sims One expansion. <laughs> so that's actually my thing, personally. You know, I, I will argue in favor or against this practice, I suppose, in favor of the common person's view against. Uh, EA's practice. I think the expansions that even the smaller expansions that genuinely add on content, like just to name a few, you know, we'll just reference Sims 4 here, you know, uh, Get to Work, um, I can't remember the name of it, the Vampire expansion, the Werewolf expansion, the Magic expansion, like, the last three are actually smaller expansions. They don't add major neighborhoods, they just add small new mechanics. I granted now that i say it out loud those all three could have just been one expansion but we'll ignore that i think yes. those are fine what's yes. not fine is these five dollar little like now you can do laundry now you can you know dress for bowling like it's just like man, now you just... can knit a sleeve for your groin you know yeah it's, like it's it's a lot it's too those, much those it, ones do they're feel wearing like the money they want to make on their sleeve you know the sims yeah. the sims 4 cod piece variety pack although i guess i could at least say as a positive note for for a series that has had literally no competition for its entire existence it could be a lot greedier than it is yeah true it's, well, it's, it's certainly getting there it's almost like a it's almost like a precursor or maybe it's not a precursor because Sims 3 and Sims 4 really like started going forward but it it's kind of dips into that microtransaction field a little bit where it's like oh you could get these little bit of things for like 5 bucks no big deal and then there's like 30 of them yeah, yeah. and um, it always it this is the thing that bothers me when you play The Sims 4 you can see all the things that you could buy with these microtransactions yeah, it's like, uh, hey, you like this shirt? We'll just buy this DLC pack and you got it. Well, just it's buy just... yourself a little DLC pack and go with that and write that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, like, The Sims 2 didn't do that. If you didn't have the no. expansion pack, guess what, baby? You didn't get to see it. Well, You don't get to see what well, vehicles look like. Everything up to Sims 3, well, including Sims 3. So it was, bef it was an advent exclusive to Sims 4. So, Sims 3, Sims 2, Sims 1, all the expansion packs added significant content to it. And that's why it was a little bit more forgivable. But what yeah. started sucking is that with Sims 2, well, no, because it happened with Sims 1 as well. So, it's been there since the very beginning. It's like, okay, yes. you got the big city expansion pack. Then Sims 2 came out. Hey, big city expansion pack. Sims yeah. 3 came out. Hey, you already yeah. have a city, but we're going to even an even bigger big city expansion Apartments. pack. Apartments. It's like... 
And you're like, guys, come on. Like, you could have just given this from the very beginning or something or do something a little bit more robust with it. Uh, and and now it's just, it just feels like they're doing it as an obligation now. There's definitely been times where I felt like I bought the exact same expansion pack for the, the next game that I had in the previous game. Exactly. Consider, there's, cons- there's, considering you have to buy pets in each individual Sim game, you have to yes. buy an expansion to have pets, you would think yeah. that the next game would have pets, but then The Sims 4 came yeah. out, and it's like, nope, you don't no, get any pets. Actually, that's the thing, like... Sorry. Um, you could have a goldfish in Sims that's, 4, I think. That's what... That's what kind of felt like a red flag to me way back. I remember, I remember getting, I don't know if it was maybe at three, where you like you get the game, and then there's like some furniture categories that have literally one item in it or something, and you're like, yeah, they're just leaving space to add things later. Yeah, which always felt off. And and so with Sims Four, when Sims Four first came out, it actually was very rudimentary. It didn't have. It was really skinny. I guess you could call it with air quotes. It was skinny. People... You couldn't go out because in Sims Three, you could go out, and walk around in your neighborhood. In Sims Four, I don't think you could do that. Whenever it first came out, and then they patched in like, oh, okay, cool, yeah, you can have pools now. Like, okay, that's another thing. They didn't even have freaking pools whenever it first came out. They, it was Wait, really, they really freaking lean, right. and people were pissed. They're like, what the hell are you guys doing? You're you're nickel and diming us. It's right. Sim City all over again. Wait, they didn't have swimming pools in the original? I don't think it did. Oh, you wow. can check me on that. In, in Sims 4, I think, is what you said, yeah? Yes. Yes, I'm talking about yeah. Sims 4 in specific. Base Sims 4. Mm-hmm. Yeah, base Sims okay. 4. Another another negative thing I had about Sims 4 was, because you're used to the world being 3D rendered in Sims 2 and 3, and then 4, and to this day, 4 is basically just a JPEG of your neighborhood, and you can interact yeah. with it a little bit. But there's no, like, rendering. You don't get to see how the city looks in person. Oh. You just have icons. Yeah, and you kind of oh, have the... to, like, play roulette whenever you place lots to make your the... custom neighborhood look a certain way. The, if they did th- the map in Sims 4 is so bad. It's not even, like, a yeah. good, accurate representation of the landscape. If, no. if they Super did it... Weird. If they did it to limit the requirements for who could play it, I would get it. And But I feel like you could still probably make it optional somehow. Because no, I, 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 I would understand that not having that three... Because that map, like in Sims 3 especially, that map could sometimes like tank your frame rate and stuff. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And especially, yeah. especially when especially things France. start to unravel at the seams because you, you were playing it for long enough and the engine started to leak green goo. Um, like you, like you would go to the town map and you would just see like this weird, like Ray being like shot up into the air and into an infinity. And you're like, what the fuck is that? And then you zoom in on it and it's like some woman is carrying an invisible like baby, but the only thing that's being referenced to it in the code is like a JPEG of a flat sim with like basic skin texture. That's like clipping through her whole body. And you're like watching this. You're like, what the fuck? And you can almost hear it go like, Sim- "Kill me!" <laughs> Sims Three gradually turns into a horror game. The it, it turns into it. Eldritch just... Abominations. It's As an you engine. watch it, you can almost hear like the uh, creation engine, like collision noise. <laughs> it's an engine I would describe as melting. Yeah. Uh, now I I, I want to be clear. You know, we're we're kind of dunking on the Sims here. We like the Sims. That's why we're Sims. dunking on it. Like, I guess you could almost say we love it in spite of what it does to us, but 
Well, it's... also, like, we may not agree with what the current business practices are either. And the other thing that kind of gets us is that we've seen it evolve. And one of the other things that have come out of The Sims as it's progressed is this uh, weird sense of community. So The Sims community is one of these rare occasions where you will have a non-gaming community for a video game. And I know that yeah. sounds like a capital G gamer thing, and I don't mean it in that way at all, but like, you have people who do not play video games at all on the side. Like, yeah. maybe they'll play Stardew Valley or whatever, but they fucking love The Sims, and they'll play yeah. the shit Sims. out of it, and they'll be Sims experts, but they don't have a console or anything. They're yeah. just not gamers. Yeah, Sims, no. Sims has a mass appeal. Like, moms 100%. play it. I, that's what I was about to say. play it. I knew people I like that. Of... Oh, go on, go on. Dad plays it. I, I knew people like that in middle school where it was like, you know, you, you meet... You, you hang out with your gamer friends, but you know those people are just like, ah, yeah, I play some Call of Duty or something like that. There was, like, a small section of people who, like, they just legitimately liked The Sims, and I, I was one of those people, but I also played other games. But it's one of those few series that has, like, transcended, the, like, the gamer requirement, or, sorry, the uppercase G gamer requirement. <laughs> the capital G gamer. <laughs> the yeah, trademark the, uh... gamer. The mom of one of my friends religiously plays The Sims. And uh, back in high school, it was one of the ways, you know, me and her connected was she would go and show me her neighborhood. This was back during The Sims 2. And, you know, we would talk Sim. about it. And I would tell her some secrets I learned. And Wait, are you trying to tell me that you're did. you're trying to get cozy with your with your friend's mom through The Sims 2? Were you matching yeah, on your friend's mom it's with bond. The Sims 2? 100%. No, no. I just, I was always the type growing up where I like to be good with the parents. You know, whether it was my, my buddies or it was like the the parents of, you know, a girlfriend. I always like to be good with the parents, so I always made sure I befriended them. And a lot of people called me a suck-up for it, but you know what? Some of those parents I still talk to now, and I don't even Damn talk it. to the friends. You, you oh lived my your, god. You, he, goes, lived... He, goes, he goes up to the parents and spams the, the joke the... interaction with no. them. <laughs> so what you're Mushy saying, Gamma... Doobie, so what you're saying, Gamma, is that you lived your life like a political official. You just tried to make sure that everyone was in good with you. Hey, he hey, I said I should have been in politics. Yeah. He kisses he kisses everyone's babies, whether they want them to or not. <laughs> he even kisses the virtual Sims babies. He'll walk up to them and be like, Gowana Bongo, and kisses the baby. <laughs> the trouble is, though, now with The Sims, if there's a chair in my way, I I'm, I'm fucking floored, man. I've been playing it too long. I don't know how to get past. Wait, I just scream just... at Autumn until she moves the chair. Hold on, I, I I like had a stroke. Did you say you get you get excited when there's a chair in your way when you're playing The Sims and like your no, Sim is just no. standing there and like waiting like I'm having object collision and I'm letting the engine try and figure out what no, the fuck I'm I do. No, I'm saying I personally don't know how to get past chairs anymore. I play <laughs> The Sims too much. So if you need to stop Gamma, put a chair in the way. No, please so, don't. When so when you have to take, like, a dump really badly, do you just scream at the sky? All over the floor. <laughs> and then my cat starts playing with it. It's it's awesome. It's, it's horrible. It's horrible. Gamma, if you're ever chasing me down, I'm going to pause time and construct a drywall around you so you can't get to me. <laughs> no, I will starve. 
so what's what's the name of that like upcoming sims competitor oh yeah so there is the so sims may finally have a competitor in its sphere but it's an indie game and that means there's a lot of risk involved uh just because it's an indie game doesn't guarantee that it's going to break and make or whatever but it's a game that's called paralives and i follow their twitter paralives looks like a worthy challenger to the scene I posted and, a, uh, an article yeah. about it in the Discord. If you oh, guys yeah, want to yeah. take a pick, peek. Yeah, yeah. And that. so they're like, from the get-go, they are really priding themselves on like high, high, high customization. Like, you, you can pick how your sim stands. You can, you know, do do the thing that you did in Sims 3 where you could save patterns for like clothing and stuff that are custom and not like just whatever the fuck yeah. EA gives you. And I think, yeah, I think that's the only way they're going to compete is if they yeah they do all the things that Sims isn't currently doing. Well, you, I think even what some of the things they used to do that they don't do now. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think what they're aiming to do is like with their base game and what they launch, they want their launch and their base game to be as robust as possible, so that they could turn around and say, "Hey, look at what EA won't fucking give you right out of the box. Exactly. And they'll make you nickel and dime your way into right. having a comfortable gaming experience and, with The Sims. And you know that if they don't do that, if it's not yeah. robust, then all the Steam reviews are going to say the same thing. Well, uh, this looks promising, but uh, wait for some yeah. expansions and updates to come out. In the meantime, yeah. just play Sims 4. Dada, and if, dada, you're, dada. if you're somehow expecting like a diehard Sims fan to like switch over from their game that they put three hundred dollars into and have like 30 expansions to like something that just feels like a base sims game it's gonna be a really hard sell yeah Yeah, but my hope with this is even if it ends up just being okay i guess my big hope is that it might light a fire under the ass of maxis and make them like finally put some more changes that people have been asking for sims medieval sims medieval 2 does Maxis oh, even fucking please, exist anymore, please. or is it just like a dried up husk the EA has sucked all the juice out of? I think it still officially exists, but it is a dried up husk that EA. It, it is. It is an active game. It's just it's not nowhere near as active as it was. Like right now, there are theories that they're making a Sims Five, but I don't oh. think anything has been technically nope. confirmed. Ma- no, Maxis is still around. There, yeah, Maxis is uh. They're, I don't know how much of it's like even the original yeah. studio anymore. They're just oh, kind of very few. Will Wright has left a long time yeah. ago. Will yeah, he Wright left a long time ago. He's Will a, Wright he's left, left when fucking Spore crashed and burned. <laughs> Which that's a, that's actually something I want to discuss in another episode one of these days. Yeah. Yeah. Spore, I have a lot of opinions. So that, not that reminds most me positive like, actually. Yeah, right, a lot right's... of spores about Spore. Wright's right. going off to make like a spiritual successor to Spore right now, but that's. Was that that was like, happening? well, that was like four years ago that that news oh. came out. So, oh, um, eh. we'll find out. It's it's kind of crazy because it reminded me of the story of how The Sims actually got started. What gave Will Wright the idea, and it was his house burning down. Oh, that's and right. So his th- house, yeah, him planning to like he had to like, I think he built a new house, maybe. Yeah, it was like originally an architecture simulator or something, wasn't it? Yeah, so, it was. Uh, go I, ahead. I just looked up what Will Wright is doing right now. 
Um, one fun note, and this actually makes perfect sense to me, he is one of the uh, board of directors for Linden Labs, the creators of Second Life, another thing I want to talk about someday. Hey, alright. Uh, but his new game is called Proxy, and it yes. is a mobile game. Oh, it's a mobile game? Uh, it is a mobile game. Now I because re I remember you mentioned him making a game, and something ticked in the back of my head, and I was like, why did that just make my stomach go... <laughs> and so I looked it up, and yeah, it's going to be a, uh, and it's going to be a mobile game. I'll, I'll hold out. I, I will hold out I hope because he is a he is a great game designer. So he, I'm gonna hold out uh, hope that it's at least agreed. playable. Now, granted, would I like a spore too? Yes, but that's 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 a topic for another day. Hey, you remember the spore RPG? Hey, we're not we're not a spore episode. Get your spore get your spores out of here. No, stop hey, doing this it's, shit. It's Sims adjacent. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, I'm sorry, Gene. I, I, cut you, I cut you off earlier, Gene. What were you saying? I have no idea. Ah, bananas. <laughs> <laughs> All five I'm gonna get shit on Gene. in the comments now. You guys are. You guys remember yeah, the me. Sim? You guys remember the Sims Castaway games? I no, I don't. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I don't. Uh, never touch them. I had a lot of fun with that. I remember that. They I were really on... fun. They're they're exactly what they sound like. It, they're basically the movie Castaway. Your your sim crash lands on an island, and they're they're natives on the island, which wasn't part of that movie. But I, I saw I saw from a let's play that like you could interact with monkeys and stuff, and yes, that yes. automatically activated some neurons in my brain because monkeys. <laughs> that all, that automatically gets a a full letter grade for you. What's so weird is that I'm looking it up. There's The Sims 2 Castaway, which was a originally a console spinoff, yeah. and then they released Castaway Stories, which was a PC port of a console spinoff. Huh. And it, that was the one I played was Stories because I remember playing it on my PC, yeah. and it was it was actually pretty good. I think they limited the moodlets because obviously you're not going to have a very good social skills if you're crash landed on an island. I think they, yeah, I think they literally address that. It's like, um, you don't care about as much stuff because you're, you're, you're just trying to survive. You're stranded yeah. in surviving. The, the Sims yeah. Medieval did the same thing. Your moodlets weren't quite as important. Right. Yeah, you had more, to make sure you about... slept. You had to make sure you peed, and you had to make sure you yeah. ate. I think is like what it came down to. Oh, you, didn't you had to make sure you didn't smell like shit. You didn't <laughs> even have to. You didn't even have to necessarily bait. Like there wasn't moodlets for it. Your character would just do on the side be like hey i'm kind of stinky right now and then kind of <laughs> would automatically go to a bathtub or relieve themselves god that's me at fucking noon every day i'm like mm, i'm kind of stinky right now and I, and, I love how, and I love how the moodlets of that game actually affect the grade of your quest yeah. so you get rewarded for actually playing the game and that's always the best kind of reward that being said you also get uh debuffs for playing the game too much <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, and right. I think you get yeah. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I was just uh, I was just getting you know, just taking hold of the stick shift and just going trying to like crank and grind those gears to, you know, drive this car home, to drive this couch home. We're we're on a motor couch here, and it goes. Burr, 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 burr. Yeah, there That's are one. cops behind us. Okay. By the way, we are speeding. <laughs> this couch is on full auto. <laughs> Yeah, but, um, you know, hey, segue. Sims, it has a special place in our hearts. Um, it's had all kinds of experimentation around it, and 
um, you know, just as things go along, we we shall see what the simulation genre in video games brings us, and whether or not it will make us want to pull the ladder out of the pool. So, um, until until next time, uh, stay safe out there and uh, be good to each other. Bye. 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 Three, two, one. Stop. <laughs>